On today's episode of Aloha Friday Podcast, we are talking to Naomi Cooper Christensen's sister, Ashley. Naomi, this is your life. Because she was so much older than me, I was at that height right around her hips. So sometimes when we were walking up the stairs, I would be behind her and she would bend over and then fart in my face. Welcome to the Aloha Friday Podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know, from current events to how they got to where they are to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday Podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. No, I don't know. Aloha, and welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast. My name is Marcus Lansbury with my co-host, Naomi Cooper Christensen. How are you doing today, Naomi? I'm doing really great. So we have an awesome guest today where we are going to play Naomi, This Is Your Life. And we have invited uh, Naomi <laughs> Cooper Christensen's sister to come tell us what it was like growing up uh, in the shadow or, oh, no. or overshadowing oh, she overshadowed. Uh, Naomi in her life. In the deep, deep shadow. <laughs> <laughs> and it started like from day fact, one. You know? I like the there fact was... that you guys are already arguing. So, so <laughs> Ashley, tell me, you're Naomi's sister. How much younger are you? Um, so I'm six years younger. Six years younger. So was Naomi um, what, a playmate? Was she a babysitter? How did you look at her when you were coming up? Um, I would say there was a lot of all of it. Um, my greatest childhood memory, I think of my sister is that because she was so much older than me, I was at that height right around her hips. So sometimes when we were walking up the stairs, I would be behind her and she would bend over and then fart in my face. (laughs) (laughs) I totally did. I totally did. Naomi, I want to seriously apologize. I said, Naomi, why are we interviewing your sister? What are we going to do with her? On? <laughs> right? We are not two minutes into this recording and we have uh, uh, farting. I mean, I was that typical older sister. I took advantage of a lot of things that older sisters take advantage of. Well, Although I, I, was, yourself, I was pretty I kind, to... but I also, I no, also no. was a little naughty. I mean, I definitely, you know, did some mean things. No, no softballing the sister. I, okay, so that's number one of the list of great Naomi hits yes. of her uh, childhood. There's number one more. is farting in her sister's face. What's yes. number two? Um, well, I don't know. You know, we grew up in Haiku in Maui, which okay. is out in the country. So it's on the North Shore, kind of like the North Shore of any island here, just super lush. And so we would always be running around in the gulches. Um there was actually certain spots where like I physically couldn't go because, you know, she was a lot bigger and she was hanging out with her friends and I'd always try to follow her. And she would literally use natural barriers to keep me away from her full time. <laughs> she was inventive. I think it was genius, you know, thinking about it because I have a younger brother, but okay. I didn't escape him as easily because our body sizes were more similar. And I wish that I could have used that to my advantage. I thought you were going to say because you loved him and you cared about him. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> so he's 10 years younger than me. So my relationship wow. with him was much more maternal. I played mommy to him, but Ashley was kind of my in-between where she still got a lot of the 
the hits from being little sister. And then, um, she was, you know, also a girl. And so I was forced to have to share everything with her. So there was a little more resentment there than like the boy. That's, that's a good point. So Ashley, did you get any good hand-me-downs? Did you get, uh, anything good leftovers from Naomi or did she use it all up? I mean, I feel like there is a big enough age gap between us where, you know, something like a blanket or whatnot, I'll have that kind of stuff, but no real clothes. I mean, for <laughs> my grandma used to somehow switch up our presents all the time. I don't know if you remember this, <laughs> Sarah, but like sometimes she would send um, like uh, clothing and, you know, Sarah would be like a size two women and I would be like a size seven kids but she gift us something that was somewhere in the middle like both of us and we always, like, we'd always like like I remember specifically there's this one top that we traded back and forth for a couple years because it was full length on me and then when I outgrew it I was still too young to kind of wear it as a crop top but then she could wear it as a crop top in high school because it looked cute on her well like, no one knows what size or who it was actually for Yes. And and then she's calling me Sarah because I actually grew up as Sarah. My first name is Sarah. I didn't become Naomi until I moved to Oahu. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a strange, I mean, my family still calls me Sarah, but everyone who met me over 16 that knows me professionally from modeling or knows me in Oahu, they all call me Naomi. Wow. Sounds right. Good. Some little secrets there. So one thing that she used to get mad about was I would come back and visit and I would go to her high school. So we both went to Seabury hall and Ashley was always like on spirit committee or like, you know, she was, she ended up becoming the school president. I mean, she was just an amazing, yeah, yeah, no, she's so badass. So I left, I left the school and I was class president in my sophomore year. And I left Maui after my sophomore year and I moved to Wahoo and I didn't come back for a long time. And when I did come back, I showed up at her school to visit And by that point, she had grown up a little bit and we're about the same size. Now I'm in modeling professionally by that time. So all my clothes are like all the gifts from all my modeling jobs and I'm wearing heels and I've been wearing heels for years now. And I walk, you know, definitely not like a high schooler should. And so she would constantly get in trouble for dress code and like get write-ups because they thought that, that she was, you know, walking around with these tiny little things on. Not in school you. dress code. It was me visiting her, thinking I was doing her favors, saying hi. <laughs> yeah, I got written up one day four different times. And I was just <laughs> baffled because I kept on telling everyone, like, I'm talking to you now and I'm in dress code. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it literally doesn't make sense. Yes. And the guy who was writing, you know, I saw was it Winnem? this episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I think it was Winnem. Was it Winnem that was writing, right? I think Turbeville. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just want to shout out Whittem and Turbeville. I hope you guys are doing okay. (laughs) Thanks for uh, tuning in. Yes, that was real fun. Um, Some other things. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. um, Some other things. Um, So my sister is super fun and witty. She's very comical. Um, She's definitely definitely got some some humor. And yeah. And um she has this little red bug that she drove. So if you ever find her on Instagram, her name is Papa Bug. Death trap. It's a death trap. It's basically a like death trap. I mean, it was, it, it was no AC. <laughs> it barely ran. It was like literally bugging. 
Bugging Have you down. ever been in a car where you're afraid to touch the sides of the doors because they're like that gooey putty? Ooh. <laughs> it was no, like, it was, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get in a car like that. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, life when you're trying to afford <laughs> to drive at 16 is really hard. <laughs> but the entire <laughs> island knew her car. Like the whole, up, like in all of upcountry knew it was her. All right. Ashley, tell me what it's like being a teenager in Haiku because I grew up big city LA and like not in a suburb, in town. Like in, in right. town, and we would never say town, in the city. What so you're Haiku, saying, I think, is relatively small, right? Um, yeah. So I actually, by the time that I was in high school, we had, well, I guess I was in Haiku for part of it, but our parents had split up. So my mom was up in Kula. We kind of moved around all throughout upcountry Maui, but I was always upcountry. My dad did move down to Wailuku, so I was kind of split time in between all over. But all of that, regardless, is nothing compared to L.A. <laughs> in the <slightest. laughs> No, right, right. Yeah, like I, I mean, can't. I'm, when even... you say I moved from Haiku to Kula, I'm thinking, well, like I'd move from one part of L.A. to L.A. Like it's in the same area. <laughs> right. The distance is the same. Exactly. Even um, – I mean, we don't even – we have a town. We have a couple towns, but we don't have a city. Um, so even for me to explain that, like you moving from, you know, the Burbs to Venice right. Beach. Right. Um, I don't – I guess and, it's and just – And yeah, even if you live in like deep country in like the south, for example, you drive two hours, you get to Dallas, Right. You drive, right, which even is the concept a big of city. driving somewhere is pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say because no. when I was in high school, you go for a two-hour drive and you're back at your house. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, oh, mom, and, I'm back for dinner. Oh my god, not even that. So, okay, growing up in Haiku, you learn how to hitchhike. You walk barefoot. Um, it's okay. totally, it's totally fine to be in pajama pants at someone's house because it's that chill. Usually, you're in a bikini. And shorts or pajama pants, or at least that's how it was for a long time. Um, all the time. All the time. And so when I was growing up, there was only not even 3,000 people living in Haiku when I was growing up there. By the time Ashley, it doubles, I think. Right? Yeah. And I think there's certain things that until I left Hawaii, I just never conceived. And I guess that's any kid when they leave to go to college or whatnot. But What do you mean? Like, um, for example, what do you mean? So, like, when I was in middle school, I went to school in Paia Town, which is, like, um, our little North Shore beach town. Right. And, like, any good Hawaiian little beach town, there's always a nudie beach, right? Okay. And so, I just remember after school, me and my friend would always like to walk down to town. We'd go pick up some snacks and we'd walk the beach. And it's kind of, like, there's, like, four beaches in Paia that you can walk through in one strip. And so, obviously, the the nude beach is kind of, like in a little cove crammed in between two of the bigger beaches. So a lot of people walk through when you're doing like your big walk. Um, But that was something where like casually walking by a nude beach, I thought was just a normal occurrence. And so I get to Southern (laughs) California, right? And (laughs) there's just so many things that sometimes I would just, you know, I'm at like a college party. I'm 19. I'm like trying to socialize establish myself as an adult and someone will just say something and I'm like oh yeah like um kind of like that little nude beach that everyone has at their hometown right and everyone's like just stops and looks at me and like, no <laughs> where the hell is this girl from 
Um, same with bikinis. So if you have ever met Maui girls, like a true Maui girl from up country, they're going to have these tiny, they had Brazilian thongs before they were Brazilian thongs. Like that's just what you grew up with is cheeky. Everything was small. And so I had never seen so many young girls wear big bottoms until I got to Oahu. I was like, what's wrong with all your guys' bikini shops? Like you guys all wear these like huge bottoms. It's so ugly. You know, and <laughs> like, right. I, I didn't realize that was not a normal thing. And, um, you know, yeah, like, people don't. Yes, I exactly. I didn't know that was illegal, but yes. apparently it is. So it was real bonding when she got to college. Cause she called me and I was waiting for this cause I was older than her. Right. And, and she called me and she was like, wow. She was like, like nobody hitchhikes. Like, you know, they, they don't like go topless. Like, so- you guys are not scared, like when you hitchhike. Well, I always thought that if you hitchhike, you're going to lose an arm. Someone's going to kidnap you. You never. I mean, call. you don't do it in the mainland. Like you don't no, do it. No, I would mainland. never do it there. Yeah. No. Um, and, um, and and I mean, is it because I you know everybody in upcountry. Is it because no one's going to pick you up? You don't know, or is it's it- because you grew up with your mother doing it. Like your mother had babies in the back seat and was still picking up hitchhikers. So you thought it was normal. That's right. <laughs> that's not an exaggeration by the way that my mom loves she was so sad when she gave up her truck because she loves picking up hitchhikers and putting them in the back oh yes oh yeah so my sister was a baby in the back seat and I remember us picking up you know hitchhikers but this was also like 1992 when there was there was no rule about um, what age you had to be in the back of the truck right like I think they later and they later made it where you had to be 12 and up or something but when I was growing up, it was, yeah, when I was growing up, it was like, you know, you could be like 10 and no car, no seatbelt, no shirt, nothing. You could be naked sitting in the back of the truck and it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's a very different experience. Like when I was in school, I remember I would take the train really often on the weekends because uh, my boyfriend was going to school in Riverside. Gotcha. And when I come back, you know, it's like you get off the train and then me walking just a few blocks from the train back to my house, all of a sudden there's like this low, <laughs> this low level truck that will come up. It's literally bouncing. There's dice in the mirror. There's like five guys with <laughs> wife beaters. They're like blowing kisses at my face going, honey, come in. And I'm just like, damn, I feel like I'm in a movie like this. This never would happen at home. But I mean, you know, that that's never an experience you're going to have when you're trying to hitchhike in haiku next to the temple of peace and go to the kombucha yes. joint. So yes. no, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you're smart not to get in. Yeah, no, I, that's a, he's no. fun to talk to. I wouldn't go for a ride with him though. Right. So partly, yeah. So partly why I wanted to bring my sister in too, is because she's just traveled a lot. She's been around and, um, one thing in particular is that she runs the Pacific wedding magazine and she's traveled quite a bit because of this. And she has a lot of experience in weddings and in fashion. And, um, she was even at the most recent, um, fashion week. Was it November? Where were you? Was that um, November? Well, we have, there's a spring one that happens in April every year. And then there's an October one, which is bigger. And that's the right. Fall. Okay. And was, were you in the Europe when this weren't you there recently no, or not? I was actually trying to go this spring to the Spain. Okay, that's right, and that's um, what got shut down. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, so I want to hear yeah, about that. Like, what? What so was what's the craziest place you've been? Which is the best one or the wildest one you've been to? Uh-huh. Um, work wise or 
as far as my life. <laughs> no, forget about work. Both. Let's talk about your life. <laughs> it's um, the middle of the I night. Know. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. I don't want to talk about work at all. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've had some kind of crazy travel experiences, but I wouldn't say that I've been to like any crazy places really. Okay. Um, but I definitely, well, okay. So when I was my last semester of school, I really wanted to study abroad and it was something that I didn't think I could pull off throughout my time at Chapman. Cause it's a really expensive school and, um, yeah, you know, school's expensive and I was studying a lot of stuff, but anyway, well, somehow, yeah. yeah. And I, I was able to do it my last semester. So I was kind of like, okay, whatever, let's go. Um, and I love to travel. My dad and mom always took us on trips growing up. So I'd been out of the country a lot. So I was ready awesome. to rumble and <laughs> I went to Prague <laughs> for my wow. semester abroad, which was awesome. Um, and of course, like I'm going my senior year of college. So I literally have no reason to like pay attention to school. I took the cool, <laughs> I took like the lowest, um, Credits that you can. I had a Tuesday class where I painted <laughs> nude models. On Wednesday, I had a architecture and art class where we literally just took field trips to castles. Like I was just there for kicks and giggles. Oh yes. Wow. So on my end, I'm getting these random like pictures sent to me of like nude art, just like at random in the middle of the day that she's drawing. And then I'm getting like the next day, like this gorgeous castle. I mean, that was really like the only. <laughs> and she's good actually she draws wonderfully she's really good actually i have a funny story about that art class i was in because it's this nude painting class and of course so many of the kids who are signing up for this are all these just like dumb boys who are having their european travel time right and daddy's paying for it and the first week of class we're in there and me and my girlfriend are just like so over there's a couple guys who are just talking mad shit about this girl who they're painting and they're all stoked about it. And they're just being idiots, right? Like 20 year old boys. (laughs) And then at the end of class, um, our teacher says in English to the girl, he's like, Oh, Megan, thank you so much for the day. She puts on her robe and she goes, no problem, boss. (laughs) And it turns out she's from Philly. So she could hear, she could understand English. It was her first language. Like it was, they looked so <laughs> mortified, and I was just like, "This is karma at its finest right now." <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, "They're going to be telling this story to their grandkids one day when their kids do something stupid." <laughs> so, um, is Prague the highlight? Is that the best? spot is there somewhere else did you were you able to travel around from oh yeah i mean i took classes maybe like i was there for two days a week about and then i was just kind of hopping around everywhere and it was really fun because you know we were just kind of doing whatever we wanted to whatever looked good that weekend we would hop on a train or hop on a plane um but i feel like you know i i never really realized how free-spirited it's you feel when you're traveling, when you have, you know, when you have nothing really to answer to. So like I would, I remember one weekend, my girlfriend and I went to Paris and we were staying in this Airbnb and it was a Saturday night. We had gone out all night. We came back maybe at like four 30 in the morning and 
the whole it, so the way to get into the Airbnb you have to swipe a key code that scanned and let you in. There's no like physical key to put in a lock. But gotcha. the entire system that scanned it had been ripped out of the wall and all the wires were cut. So like there's just no way to get in. What? And it's a Saturday, and so we're in France, and no one's going to work through the weekend. So we're like, okay, so we're going to be stuck <laughs> outside until at least Monday. And, like, that's if the French decide to show up. So <laughs> my roommate is, like, freaking out. She, we're drunk, and she's like, oh, my God, how are we going to get in? We're going to die? And I'm like, are you kidding me, Krista? We have phones that can get us an Uber to a crepe joint. Let's go. <laughs> and so we just like hung out and ate for the next, I don't know, four hours until the sun rose. And then um, looked up our friends that might be in Paris so that we could find a place to stay for the next night. But I mean, I think about that now and I'm like, I don't know, as a functioning adult in society, that's just not my life. It could be, (laughs) depending on, I guess, how many more drinks I have. But, you know, it's such a different experience to do it when you're that young and you have nothing else. But you did some amazing things in Prague, too. Like, you found your wedding dress, right? Your custom-made wedding dress. Yeah, that's also the other thing, right? Life in your 20s is crazy. It's like half of the time you're just trying to walk in a straight line. And the other half of the time you're like shopping for your wedding dress or planning your friend's baby shower. So (laughs) yeah, when I was over there, um, my girlfriends and I also, we were on a trip to Budapest for the weekend and we were like, Oh, let's cause I had just recently gotten engaged and we were like, Oh, let's go try on wedding dresses. That sounds so fun. And um, we just, found this really cool spot. I don't, have you ever been to uh, Budapest or any of those no, countries that are kind of under Soviet reign? I've been to a number of places in uh, Asia. I've been some wild places, but in Europe, the I never traveled to Europe until a couple of years ago. Really? I only ever went to Barcelona. Oh, oh well, I mean, that's, that's a, a great spot to yeah. start. Beautiful. And it was, I don't know if you remember, I want to say three or four years ago, maybe less, they had the $300 airplane tickets that mm. they had this huge sale to Europe. And so I could afford to go to Europe. So we bought a couple tickets. We went there for two weeks. It must have been four years ago because my kid would have been one or two. So what do you when think? We went. Oh, it was amazing. I was ready to move there. I'm still ready to move there. I mean, it's. I can get into when I start getting political. Naomi is well aware. I start talking about how many things we should borrow from what they do over there. Right. <laughs> oh, um, sure. So many places. Right. Just, I mean, have it a park every hundred yards, having places where you can eat outside. Like it doesn't make sense to me why we don't have playgrounds every hundred yards. They don't have to be huge. They don't have to be gigantic. Oh yeah. Just enough. You just step outside, play with your kids. You go back inside. That's it. That's yeah. all you need. Totally. Right, just things like that. A lot of now, sanity would be saved that way. It's not. Um, it doesn't mean everything they do is perfect. It doesn't mean you know we have less civil unrest generally than Barcelona when I was there, right? But it doesn't mean there isn't good things we can't borrow, and I, I think we should look to that a little bit more. Yes, but most totally. of my traveling and like my study abroad in those years in college that is Asia stories. Wow. So actually, yeah, what areas were you, yeah, did she's you been to in Asia? Well, what stories I went, you got for me? 
<laughs> so the problem is because I'm on a long-term podcast, I can't dump all my stories just. Oh, I see what's going I on. I got to pace my stories <laughs> out. But, I feel but, you. Uh, I feel you. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, like I've already given, I was going to share when you talked about, uh, party in LA with uh, Hawaii upcountry, have a different, what about the nude beach? I was going to share by the time I took my 14 year old big Island cousin. Oh no. To a fraternity party <laughs> in uh, oh Southern California. <laughs> and he was 14, but he was six feet tall and he's Hawaiian. He's pure. I mean, he's pure Hawaiian. So he was, and he was huge. He was six feet tall at 14. So no one knew he wasn't the right age. And he had tricked oh me. God. To make me think that uh, his mom let him drink all the time. And I was like, well, what else do they do in my man? Maybe he does drink. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we went to the place. But I had already told that story. Like, I've already shared that story. I can't get yeah. deep into it, right? So there's that one. Um, Which I studied abroad. At, I studied abroad at two different schools in Japan. Oh, I didn't then, know that. Where in Japan? Yeah, and then uh, the first one was in... Ismo or uh, Matsue, which is in Shimane Prefecture. But this, the place I lived in Japan mainly was Osaka and Kyoto. Mm. That's, That's actually where our little brother studied um, abroad, was in Osaka. We might have gone to the same school. Uh, probably not at the same time, but we might well, have gone to the same she, school. She just went and visited, what was that, a year ago? When were you there, Ashley? That was a few, maybe three years ago, actually. Already? Oh, oh my goodness. We had some yeah. cheap prices recently. like Because uh, we had a battle between those two or three budget airlines and you could go to Osaka two, three hundred bucks. So one of, one of my favorite pictures that Ashley ever sent me was her at a, was it a monk temple? Where were you like doing? No. Is that with the, um, Sakuhachi sensei? Yes. Like she spent the whole day (laughs) with a sensei. (laughs) Yeah. That was so random. (laughs) So, um, one of, my husband's best friends from growing up, Levi, okay. he um, has been living in Japan since he graduated college. Okay. So he studied abroad there when he was in school and really fell in love with it and the culture and kind of just well, moved there ever since. And You so can be more realistic. Time. He fell in love with Japanese women. And that's well, that why too. He's But he fell in love with <laughs> Japanese women in America. Yes. And then he was like, oh, the world is wide open. Let's go. <laughs> go to the source. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he went to the motherland um, and he was doing, he was doing, maybe it was the jet program. It was one of the teaching programs where, the, and he was placed gotcha. in a really rural area. And it was almost like Hana over here, which is kind of just like, it's a really far out. He was in Tokushima. I don't know if you're familiar, gotcha. but. Um, yeah, very, yeah. very country, very hilly. It was very far out. It was beautiful. And so we were, we went to Osaka and Kyoto and then we went to go visit him for a weekend. And it was so, it was just like the craziest experience because he was living in a place where they didn't even have enough kids to have their own, um, high school. So he was teaching mm-hmm. in a school that was a combined um, elementary and middle school. And then uh, when the kids gotcha. became older they would have to go to the town over and board so it was a really really small intimate community and there's wow. no tourists whatsoever but um I don't, my friend is just he's so funny so we anyway we show up and he picks us up and he's so excited and he's doing the three-hour drive you know to where he love 
where he lives from where the nearest train station is. And he's like, so I hope you guys don't mind, but Michaku Hachi sensei is actually coming in today. He surprised me and him and his sensei friends are coming to spend the weekend with me. And we're just like, is this a joke? What does this mean? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and it ended up being so much fun. So they, we literally are greeted by a minivan filled with four super old guys. They're all like <laughs> over, over the age of 80 and they all have hand dyed indigo robes. Um, no one speaks English. We don't speak Japanese, but our friend is a really good translator. And gotcha. we spent the whole, we spent like, two and a half days with these guys and there's only one um like hotel inn in the whole town so we even stayed at the same place my husband was all jazzed because they brought so much sake and snacks and they got to go in the onsen together and i was just by myself chilling (laughs) while he's hanging out with these super cool naked 87 year old dudes for like hours and (laughs) it was just so fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah and they taught us they were trying to teach us how to play the flute um oh yeah the shakuhachi is like the the bamboo flute that they play but they're trying to right. teach them how to play it and um we they took us around in their minivan to multiple like spiritual spots um where we played to i mean they played and we witnessed but they were like okay next we're going to this park where um the snake god lives within the rock so we have to go pay our respects um we're just gonna go there for a little <laughs> while and play to them dude and i'm gonna tell you my favorite crazy. i'll keep going sorry my oh, no, favorite thing it. about japan my favorite thing about japan especially if you're there in the summer is you could walk down any random street and just all of a sudden you're in the middle of a festival and it's like i mean and i've seen it where it's a lot of people or where it's like 10 people with um mikoshi or like uh handheld floats kind of thing just walking through the streets having their own festival and you're like what's everyone doing it's like okay here we go <laughs> that sounds just so cool, random though. stuff no it's the greatest it's my favorite thing and all of a sudden you're walking and you see a park or there's a temple with something and then they're like hey oh yeah no that temple it has japan's oldest largest uh goldest whatever it is like just like something super casual is it there <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> it's and, known and you, you can walk down any street and you don't have to make a big plan and osaka is the best osaka to me people in osaka are the nicest people in the world that i've ever met not the world's biggest tokyo fan i'm here to make enemies uh, with people from tokyo because <laughs> i declare osaka is my hometown my my adopted hometown Wow. Yeah. You know, I feel like it was like you were saying, there's just little things that make so much sense um, that I was blown away by, you know, like even in the bathroom stalls, they had, yeah. I don't know if they did this in the men's, but in the women's, they had all these little like baby carrier seats so that you could just put your baby yes. in and it could just hang out while you use the restroom. Because I know in women's bathrooms, in the U.S., yes. it's like everyone's trying to hold their baby while they pee, and it is a horrible experience. <laughs> I don't even have a baby, but I've done it so many times with other people's babies. <laughs> well, mostly mine. You should, yeah. I mean, let me be clear, always ask for permission before you before. hold someone else's baby while you pee. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bad just hear, I want to see what it's like. <laughs> Pick up a baby. Find one in the bathroom. <laughs> hold it up high all right so this is what i'm gonna tell you 
Ashley, I love talking to you. I enjoy talking to you very much. I appreciate you coming on the Aloha Friday podcast. And I don't want to end our conversation. So what we're going to do is we're going to end our standard podcast. And then we're going to go to uh, the, the Aloha edits. Friday podcast raw edit, which means I'm going to stop this. And then we're going to start recording again. So if you liked our conversation so far, uh, Naomi, give them a hint of what secret you're going to share. Oh, boy. If they listen to the extended version of the podcast. Oh, what secret will I share? Okay. Um, hmm. Well, you get to hear a little bit more about childhood. That's for sure. Some things that were not so pleasant about me. But uh, only Ashley would know. That's it. Stop there. We're going to hang up right now. I appreciate you guys listening to the Aloha Friday podcast. Uh, We're back. Listen to us again. And then when you listen to the raw edit, you're going to listen to something unpleasant, which I can't believe exists with Naomi Cooper Christian. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, we already know she farted. (laughs) 